about yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. We're broadcasting to you from the danger zone because we had a fly here in the studio, an unwelcome visitor. It's not often you get a fly in here. We've kind of been quite fly-heavy on the show of recent well, times. Well, I mean, uh, everywhere is fly-heavy at the moment. I mean, they are loving this weather. The they flies, are. If, you know, if... T- today is a cooler day. Um, yeah. But as the fly came in, we referenced this on the show not too long ago, I was hoping you'd get your chopsticks out, Mr Miyagi yes, style. Yes, well, I'd quite happily if we get some chopsticks, I'll have a go. Because um, did Mr Miyagi catch the fly in the he chopsticks, He did in Matt? the second Karate Kid film, of course. I, I possibly, I believe that he's always been able to catch them and he would just let Danny LaRusso look like he could do it to make him feel better about himself. But as our listeners in their thousands texted in, you were wrong, Matt, and it was no, Daniel's son who they, catches no, we, the fly. We can all have an opinion about Mr Miyagi's past life before the first Karate Kid film. You know, what he got up to then. I think it's to demonstrate that he, when he says that Mr Miyagi says beginner's luck, I know, Daniel's yeah, son, yeah. I think it's to demonstrate that Danielson actually does have the, the kind of inner abilities to become the King of Kings. Yes, yeah, yeah, 100%. It really bigged him, it made him feel good about himself. It really helped him on his journey. But Miyagi could have caught it in, a, in his chopsticks at any time. He was pretending not to be able to. We've 100%. We've once again <laughs> slipped down a Karate we've Kid wormhole. We've gone back into the moti- motivation of Miyagi. <sighs> yes, let's let's keep it on on uh, on the path right now. Let's mm. keep it on track. So we are broadcasting to you with the door open. The studio door is open. And in radio terms, this is the danger zone. <laughs> Emma, do you think we've lost it? Have we gone insane? <laughs> I don't know what on earth was going on when I just saw that open. Yeah, You're trying to get the fly out. We're trying to get the yeah. fly out. So uh, just join a couple of songs there we thought we'd open a door but Matt has said why don't we leave the door open when the mics are on and anyone could come walking by and then they would be inadvertently a part of the live show testing our boundaries and skills as yeah. broadcasters you are playing with fire thank you Emma okay let's... it's the sort of test that Mr Miyagi would do with, yeah, the, with Daniel's this, really, this is the radio equivalent yeah. of chopsticks this is radio yeah. chopsticks yeah. so it's 30 minutes past six let's see how buzzing this place of work is at this yeah. time. Not many people here at this time, to be fair, yeah. is there? Let's, so. just wait. Let's wait for <laughs> I mean, someone to come by and they not, can get involved in this improvised theatre. There's a theater. lift just outside the studio, so some, that is. lift could arrive at any second. Any second now, someone could come by and all of a sudden, they're in the show. Who are they? What's their story? Lift's still in the basement, so no. Okay, it's still in the basement. I sort of ask, don't worry, it's fine. <sighs> Anyone? Is that someone? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Would you like to be in some improvised off-the-cuff radio theatre? Hello? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Hello? Anyone? Is there anybody there? It's not a seance, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, broadcasting to you live with the studio door open. So as we say, at any moment, anyone could be involved. It's, we should really do this experiment show. at 8 o'clock in the morning when people arrive in the office. That's very true. There's no one here. Um, coming up next, um, well, there's something that I've been doing for a long while that I didn't think was a talking point. And yesterday it was brought to my attention <laughs> boy, in the most boy. throwaway fashion <laughs> that actually this was a big talking point for the team. Um, so much so that they want to talk about it again, uh, which we're going to do next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Well, as I say, yesterday I kind of made a throwaway comment um, to Matt Dyson and producer Dave here in the studio, and, and they were like, What? <laughs> And I was like, well, I'm not wearing any underwear. And they were like, what? 
<laughs> and then so I had to get a little Still bit of thigh out. Still back just to think about well, it I don't, now. I had to get a little bit of thigh out. And um, and then Emma, you were you, you were a bit freaked out by this, as was producer Claire. And I don't think this is a talking point. I stand by the fact, as I was yesterday at about eight thirty a.m. I don't. Th- I ev- most people, lots of people, don't wear any Not underwear. Most. Not most people. No, no. Really? No. No, hardly any. A couple of people that texted in yesterday said they've been doing it for years, but you know. So it's Commando not... Club, basically, mm. is what we're looking for. Um, but. You said there'd be pitfalls to this, and I've been not wearing any underwear, since, particularly since the hot weather started. Yeah. And it's not become an issue. Just remembering to do your flies up is pretty much, you've got it, well, you've got yeah. it covered. Uh, as well as, of course, the old um, waggle and dab, mm. um, which was not only a crime-fighting duo in the <laughs> 80s, but also a technique us commandos yeah. need to use. A little dance move you do in the, <laughs> in the bathroom. The <laughs> waggle, dab. Definitely do the flies up. The flies more important than ever. Um, you must wear a belt as well, surely, or braces of some description. No, I don't wear a belt or braces. I don't. It's not 1930. That's why. But um, but today, and it's really strange because the coincidence of you bringing this up and saying this is weird. Not a lot of people do this. It's got all kinds of issues that are going to be brought your way. This morning, when I arrived, has thrown up the first issue of yeah. the entire summer, which is um, we've been asked to take part in a little photo shoot where we have to wear uh, pyjamas. Yeah. Um, and all DJs have been asked to do it. Um, some are doing it, some aren't. I'm going to do it. Um, but obviously, it raises the first issue. that like, they want me. I said, I can do the top, but I can't do the bottoms because I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> and I don't want to put on the bottoms that then, you know... So everyone else has to wear the same Sarah Champion's going to put them oh, on for the, yeah, for, you no. know, for the charity. <laughs> so, um, But producer Dave is insistent that it has to be the full pyjama set. For us to do any good yeah. for the charity, well, yeah, but you can't do that. No, I'm not going to do that. But this you is what is so strange. You should bring it up just yesterday. I've, it's not been an issue at all all summer long, and now I can't do something for charity, and I blame you guys. Oh, really? What? What? How? You just need You've to jinxed start wearing me. pants. You've jinxed me. I just wear pants. It's a sign you need to start wearing pants. I you do. need to be okay. more, a grown-up about this. You know, like, it's all very fun. It's all kinky summer fun, isn't it? But, <laughs> but you know, it's time to start dressing like a normal person, like an adult, Dave. You know? 6.27 and we've got the name for the podcast. <laughs> kinky summer fun. <laughs> it's not meant to be kinky. Well, I, I can't help but think it is. You're sat in front of us, like... Almost naked. So I'm much... wearing jeans, <laughs> yeah. winkle picker boots, socks and Everyone a Everyone else has got two layers on. You've just got one. But everybody's naked under their clothes. I know, I know, but you feel more naked than everyone else. But it's not, I don't think I'm at Woodstock. I'm just trying to be a bit more comfortable. <laughs> anyway, I don't think it's even a talking point. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. So I've dug into the psychology of this, and I think Matt's problem with me wearing no underwear is you, you see me as a naturist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, you're closer to being a naturist than I am, because well, I've got two layers on my bottom half. Yeah. You've only got one. Oh, okay. So you're a step closer to that. Well, I don't know if there's a... I mean, I'm not a naturist, by the way, but I don't know if there's a problem with that. Uh, <laughs> was cleaning the tiles I just laid, Dave? Naked. Viva la commando. <laughs> wow. Slash nakado. And that's from Tom the Chippy. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. So, yeah, he's listening to us naked this morning. That's nice, isn't it? Well, is it nice? I'm not sure. <laughs> Coral, in, Coral in Cheltenham says, my partner and I have not worn underwear for years, apart from weddings and funerals. Respectful. Well done, Coral. And I think you can learn a lesson from them. You know, you, a certain formal occasions, yeah, well, of you course. have to wear underwear. It's only because it's been really hot. This isn't like a lifestyle choice. The weather's forced me into this. This will be the last day. 
This will oh, be, be the last commando day. So it's only when it's peak heat wave when it's over 30 degrees. That's, that, when, you, that's when we'll know that's you've it. not got anything on down there. Well, yes, <laughs> apart from the odd day when I'll surprise you. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Now, yesterday, we spoke to Tony, and he was on fine form. Good morning to you, Dave. How are you doing? Very well, thanks for asking. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. As I say, it's always nice to hear from one of our tradespeople to the stars. We'll begin with, what is your trade? Well, basically, I'm a contractor, really. I organise, I get different trades in to carry out jobs. OK, so who have you done organising work for? Which star? It was Richard O'Brien. Richard um... O'Brien from the Crystal Maze. Exactly, exactly. Well, we were very excited about this because this is a massive slice of our youth. Uh, so much so that producer Dave just revealed that it would come on, it was his time to go to bed. <laughs> and we pointed out it was on at like 6pm. I mean, how, how keen were your parents to pack you off for the night? <laughs> right, that's it, little Davey. Time to go, go up the Wooden Hill to Bedfordshire. It's 4.30pm. <laughs> um, OK, so uh, was Richard, the great Richard O'Brien there whilst you were contracting for him? He was indeed, yeah. He, um, his wife welcomed me into the house and there was a bit of a strange thing because as I pulled up to the property, it had a, like an obscure glass porch and it looked like a scantily dressed lady behind this, behind this glass panel. I thought, what sort of place am I coming to? It was really, it was really quite strange. Anyway, I knocked on the door, his wife answered the door, invited me in and this scantily dressed, what I thought was a woman, was actually a mannequin. In uh, stockings and suspenders and all this. It was uh, quite strange. Of course, from the Rocky Horror Show, the Rocky yeah, Horror Picture exactly. Show. Did you get to talk to the great man himself? I did, yeah. yeah. He um, showed me the bathroom that was in question and um, he wanted me to put a quote together, which I did. We got the job and he was there throughout the duration of the work. OK, so now comes the big one. You've said he was there throughout the duration of the work. Did the great Richard O'Brien offer to make you a cup of tea or coffee? Yes, he did. Yes! yes! Of course he did. Yeah, yeah, he was a good man. Thank you once again to Tony for being a super tradesperson to the stars. And if you would like to have a chance, next Tuesday is when we like to get your stories on the air. So you've got plenty of time to send us an email. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. I didn't think there was anything in this at all, but my colleagues have been shocked to their very core. Um, I have not been wearing any underwear for the last few days because it's been so warm. Um, so many of you getting in touch. I'm, I don't want to become like the commando king. I don't want to be the leader of the hashtag commando club, okay? I'm just, it's, it's not, I'm not starting a society. You're a pantless prince, Dave. <laughs> it's not kinky, I'm not doing, it's not any, it's not Fifty Shades of Dave. It's, just it's, no, cool. it's nothing like it's that. It's just for coolness. It's just because it's been so darn warm, that's all it is. Hi, Dave, I'm with you, oh glorious leader. I don't, I don't want to be your leader, Cal, from Chichester, but thank you so much for texting into the show, that's great, but I don't, I'm nobody's leader. I don't even see why we have to conform to wear clothes in all this weather. I feel like you know, the, I'm starting a fight club here, you know, yeah, but in that yeah. real Tyler Durden way. Yeah. Um, 
Every day so far during the heatwave, I've stripped down to my boxers before getting in my car to drive home. Don't do that. I'm not asking you to do that. <laughs> That's like the opposite of you. This has attracted <laughs> some very strange looks from members of the public. You don't want that. You don't no, want those. But I suppose they just think that you've got no top on in the car, so you just sat there with no top on. A lot but of people no, walking, blokes walking around topless all the time, aren't they? You're your own people. You can do what you like. Um, Emma has said it's uh, an 18, between 18 and 24 degrees today yep. around the UK. That's underwear weather. Let's all get our pants back on. Okay. So it was a gonna, crazy summer of love, but it's over. You're going to go back in. So what's your return to pants? Like a light boxer, I, I'd imagine. Cotton boxers. Might wear those paper ones you get when you have a spray tan. <laughs> <laughs> oh. just, just start with those. Nice and breezy. And you're saying you're not kinking. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Dave, Dyson's calling you kinky. He's very interested all of a sudden in what you're wearing and what you're not wearing under your jeans, comments Martin in Stalbridge. <laughs> yeah, Thank you, Martin. Good point, Martin, yeah. All I'm worried about is if when you return to pants, you can't rush straight in with a, a thick um, Y-front pant, can you? Because you'll be too no, warm. No, because I'm not my granddad. <laughs> your, your body will be shocked. So I like the idea of having different pants for different seasons. Right, OK. And then none in the hot summer <laughs> and then a thicker one in the winter. <laughs> Maybe there's something in that. Um, if you're just tuning in... <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Yesterday, uh, Emma had something in her news that I found fascinating, which was uh, many people, many young people are getting their exam results. Um, congratulations uh, to you. Um, well done if you did well. If you didn't do well, don't worry. Um, I haven't got any exams whatsoever, and I spend my weekday morning sat opposite Matt talking about wearing no underwear, so everything's yeah. going to be absolutely <laughs> yeah. fine. Um, but many of the, the young people chose to get their results via text or email, yeah. which is what you said, which was the thing that pricked my interest. Now, obviously, uh, for various reasons, not every young person and can make it into their school to get their, their results. But I think that that is a, a rite of passage that you should go through as a human. Yeah. I, I felt the nerves jangling as I made my way to my school to collect my GCSE results. Yeah, yeah. And then seeing everybody for the first time after that long summer, that summer where you feel you have finally transitioned from a, a, a child <clears throat> into an adult. Yeah, that's it. You stroll back into your old school, don't you? Like you're a big grown-up, calling all the teachers by their first name. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mike, how you doing? <laughs> Hi, Mike. Oh, yeah, it's me. I'm an adult now. So, hi, how are you? And then there's that wonderful uh, self-reinvention that happens over that holiday where, <laughs> where, because of what was going on in, in, in society and culture at the time, I, I, I bowled up to get my GCC results, me and my mate Luke, and I'd, like, grown the full Liam hair. I was like, all right, Mike, how you doing, man? <laughs> oh. come, to, come to get my GCSE results. He went, are you OK, David? <laughs> I went, yes, I'm asking, ask him, why's that, Mike? He said, well, it's just that last time I saw you, about four months ago, you were from South London. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, we were like Kevin and Perry. Yeah. It was just... <laughs> Oh, we went full oasis. <laughs> um, but it's that moment you get the envelope um, and yeah, you open it. Yeah. And I, my, the first results I saw weren't good. It was three Ds and oh. two Es. That was oh. the opening gambit for me. Whilst there were other people, and this is what I mean about that rites of passage, there were people in the playground just jumping around where they yeah, were. Yeah. My friend Michael Cutts, who was, you know, he was such a he's such a lovely guy, but such a boff at school. He did so well, and he was still. <laughs> I've heard that word for so yeah, long. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're such a boff, Mike. <laughs> um, no, so um, he he was such a boff, and he was open, going, oh, it's an A star, darling. <laughs> and I was going, oh, three Ds, come on, oh, no. E, 
E, then I got five Bs at the end, oh, which I was shit. happy with, and that was enough to go through to A levels, and I was cool. GCSE with that. drama came to save you. GCSE <laughs> drama, uh, music was in all there. The top <laughs> all the, basically, all the ones that didn't involve adding up, <laughs> adding up or knowing about chemicals. Um, so, but I think it's it's important to go to your school. Did you do that? Did you roll up? Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, you roll up. Some people are in tears. Some people are jubilant. You know, it's all part of the fun. Isn't it's it? like a microcosm of what you will have in life going forward as an adult yeah, as you look yeah, around. Um, what did you do after you got your results? Do you remember? Um, I think there was some uh, drinking in a park, probably. I think based, yeah, so that was about it, really. I Maybe hear. a house party. Yeah. I hear. Emma, do you remember what you did after you got your GCSE results? Did you and your friends go out? or? Yeah, I remember driving home, texting the results to my parents. They okayed it all. And then we went for a big <laughs> night out in the local Weatherspoons. <laughs> Yay! Wow. We just ran around on Blackheath a lot. Did you? Yeah, 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 it was really, it was sad in many ways, just all running around. And like my Liam hair was like flapping back as I was running like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So this is based on the fact that when I went back to collect my GCSE results from school, it had been the summer of all things Oasis and Britpop. Yeah. And um, suddenly the gold hoop earring and curtains were gone and what stood before you was a indie god. Yeah. That was what was playing out in my head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I looked like at the time, very different. But the reinvention, when you go back after summer holidays at any point during school, yeah, not just for it, yeah. your GCSEs, it's, it's important to a young person. That long six weeks off is a time to change. Or like when you go on holidays, you can you know, there can be a small snapshot of you yeah. becoming somebody else all of a sudden. Yeah, or, yeah. or when you start university. Yeah. The person who is there at day one of university, probably nine out of ten times, is very different to the person who waved goodbye to their family just a week before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're the stories we want to hear. Who did you reinvent yourself as? What mechanic did you use? 8, 12, 15. I remember coming back from one summer holiday at school, desperately trying to be um, Joey, who was um, not not Tribbiani, um, Blossom's brother. Do you remember the television programme Blossom? Uh, yeah, I've heard, I never watched it, but I've heard of it. It yeah. was on around the same time as Crystal May, so producer Dave, you would have had to have gone to bed by then, <laughs> as we found out yesterday. Uh, his parents won't go to bed, it seems, at 5.30pm. <laughs> so it gets him a long time. Um, but yeah, I wanted to be uh, Blossom's brother, Joey, who is a kind of um, a California-based surf dude. It's quite uh, difficult to achieve that look when you live in Cholton in South East London. Yeah. But that wasn't going to stop me. I in went a school uniform. In a school, in a school <laughs> yeah. uniform. It's, yeah. In a school uniform at a comprehensive school in South London, it's difficult to look like it, yeah. a tanned Californian surf dude. That's it. But that wasn't going to stop me. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. <laughs> Um, Brendan, the head of the Photoshop department here at Absolute Radio, has once again done some fine work and brought a childhood dream to life for me um, by superimposing my face onto the body of Joey Lawrence from popular 1990s television programme Blossom. Uh, you can see that on our Twitter feed, at Absolute Radio. Having done some more research, I don't know what I was thinking trying to reinvent myself as him, because I would have just had to have come to school wearing Timberland boots, a waistcoat and a medallion. Yeah. <laughs> and his yeah. hair was quite the work of art. Yeah, was that ever cool? I'm not sure. I thought it was cool when I was, like, about 13. I thought that. Yeah. I thought that's what women want. That was yeah. my theory behind it. Most stuff is driven by that in yeah. one way or another. Um, Dave, during the summer holidays of 1997, I took a keen interest in the US series Baywatch and returned to school with curtains in the style of Mitch Buchanan's oh. son, Hobie. Oh, yeah. 
the look did not last long from Simon in Bristol. Um, this has kind of morphed from being the self-reinventions that you've done, whether you be going to university or whether you be going on holiday and you want to have that little pep into your character, you know, some people like to do that, to what haircuts you had at school. Yeah, that's what it's morphed yeah. into at 8, 12, 15. Everyone had a curtain phrase, I think. I know, it phrase. was always going back for the first day of term with the curtains. I did slick back once. <laughs> <laughs> I got some uh, Boots Country-Born Styling Gel. Wow. Wet look. Put it all in my hair and then went to school with it all swept back. Is that a, was that a thing? Oh, it wasn't, no, it wasn't a good Did thing. Did your friends do it as well? No, did you go no, so they locked me. And, I, and like, <laughs> you know, when you get to school after about halfway through lunchtime, you, you're getting rid of it. You're having to ruffle it up a bit and try and move right. on. Pretend it never happened. But that, by then it's too late. Did you ever go for the French crop? Uh, what's that? Just all, all shaved was, off? No, it? no, you have a little fringe. A oh, tiny little no, fringe. It's no, very I popular at a certain the period wedge, in South London. The wedge at the back, the step. Oh, the step to the back. Hair. That was quite good. Emma, what was your haircut choice? <laughs> never had a quiff or curtains. <laughs> or slick back. <laughs> None of those boys' haircuts. Slick back. Yeah. <laughs> you, never, <laughs> you haven't lived. Um, did you ever have a perm or anything slightly different? No, I was born in the 80s, so I didn't have like a baby perm. No, okay. No, I did have a horrible, um, like, Bob, really, really short, aggressive oh. cut. I think I had to have it cut really short because I had nits. Oh, oh yeah, no, yeah. Classic, yeah. Did you, were you not tempted by any of the kind of hairstyles sported by the cast of Friends? That was would have been very popular. The Rachel, yeah, that's that the, was one. the one. Wasn't that's it? I probably to... attempted it and looked nothing like Jennifer yeah. Aniston. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, we start with Phoenix Phil. Uh, always nice to hear from you, Phil. Uh, Self reinventors unite. He begins his text. In the spring of 1994, age 17, I caught the completely wrong end of the Beatles-inspired Britpop zeitgeist and briefly tried to emulate Fab Four-inspired Dayglow power glam pop rockers. Enough's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I backcombed my hair, wore a bright oh. orange and lime green Zenuff shirt and had a yin and yang pendant. Oh, yeah. I them. literally went weeks without anyone speaking to me. Cheers, dears, from Phoenix Phil. <laughs> that is excellent. Wow. Uh, Dave, secondary school is not a good place for a ginger. Hence, I invented a whole new hair colour. It was called Moroccan Sunset. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me how, but it worked. Hi, Dave and the team. When I was 17, on my first mate's holiday, I decided to grow a moustache to reinvent myself. <laughs> I thought I'd look like a modern-day Errol Flynn at the time and the ladies would be falling at my feet. In hindsight, looking at the photographs, I look more like Mickey Pierce from Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> and that one's from Matt. Thank you for sharing those. Nice. Uh, BJ Superstar on Twitter went to uh, the barbers as a youngster in Nottingham asking for a Scott Robinson, the Jason Donovan in Neighbours. Oh, yes. Long hair, but then slightly short at the side, yeah. you know, slightly short there. And Daryl in Taunton remembers back in the mid-90s going to school with a Peter Andre curtain haircut that he even dyed black. Oh, no. no. Well, that's the real issue here, isn't it? It's the kind of those people who were famous at that point in your life when you're about 14 or 15, trying to emulate them yeah. has led to many of the embarrassing that's school it. photos that we must live with today. Be yourselves, kids. Be your that is exactly what we wanted to have as the lesson from this little texter. Yeah. Be yourselves. Don't try and be like anyone around today. Who is around today? <laughs> yeah, good question. <laughs> um, 
who's around? <laughs> who's cool? whose haircut would we? Whose haircut would I have now um, if I was fourteen? Yeah, like um, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, would, who would it be? Like a haircut, like Jesse Lingard's haircut. Jesse Lingard's haircut. Be yourself, kid. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. As Matt Dyson and I sat here in the studio trying to think of someone modern that young people would be into, <laughs> and we sat in silence for the best part of a minute before saying Jesse Lingard. We've decided to move on. Yeah, please. <laughs> Jesse Lingard? <laughs> is, he, is he young and cool? Is he hip? Harry Maguire! <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, producer Dave then suggested Justin Bieber, and I, even I realised that he's about ten years yeah. behind How that, dare surely. you, Matt? <laughs> So anyway, we're moving on, but we might touch back on uh, the amazing self-reinvention slash haircut you had at school topic a little later in the show because you've been very generous with your texts. Um, but now what I'd like to talk about is beer. Uh, and that's because I, I was uh, with my friend Josh and him and his friends are doing are brewing their own lager, which sounds like a great deal of fun. He was saying how they were pop- they were arranging in the diary to meet at the brewery, have a little tasting session. They're coming Lovely. up with names, they're coming up with ideas for the label. And it sounded like a really nice, it's a nice process. nice hobby, isn't it? It seems to be a really nice artisan hobby that many young people have nowadays. Slash task on The Apprentice. I've always wanted to do one of those tasks. You'd yeah. be good at that task. Yeah, yeah. So I thought we should be doing this as a show. Oh, yeah. You know, we Great can get idea. people involved, we can go and make some beer, we can get a nice taste. But what do we do? And then Jason in Hereford got in touch and he joins us right now. Good morning, Jason. Morning, guys. Hey, Jason, thanks so much for getting in touch. Uh, you run a brewery, is that correct? Yeah, I do. I run the Wobbly Brewery in Hereford. Okay, well, as we say, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Um, May, will you answer some questions, please? I will do my best, yes. Okay, so if we wanted to make a beer, how long is the process going to be from us first coming up with the idea to actually being able to drink it and, you know, give some away on the show? It it depends. So if you decided to, if you went up, tasted the beer, and then liked it, we would brew it. Depends on which beer. It would probably only a couple of weeks. Oh, a couple of just weeks. To, just to taste it, but then we can can it for you as well. So we can it in a personalised can. Oh, that sounds good, doesn't so it? So have, and it would go well with your 10th anniversary as well. The 10th so birthday of Absolute Radio oh, Lager. OK. Oh, yeah. So yeah. How, how, how much fiddling can we do? You say you can do it in a couple of weeks, but how hands-on can we be? Could, could this be a process that could last a year until we get the exact perfect flavour that we want? Of course you can. And then you guys would come down, you could come and brew it, you could taste it, see what you thought, then try different beers and go from there. It's a whole process, yes. What's like a minimum amount of cans that we'd need? <laughs> <laughs> we could do one can for you if you really wanted to. That sounds perfect. I'll just get one can of beer then, please, Jason. <laughs> also, and do you get a lot of people doing this? Because it seems to be a lot of things that guys and girls are doing. They're getting together in groups and trying to make their own lager. Yeah, all the time. It, obviously, we do we do different ales and ciders as well. We can can wine, um, energy drinks. So we do all of that within the brewery. There's two companies. So we've got mm. the Wobbly Brewery, and we've got a company called We Can Solutions as well. One brews and the other cans. Right, OK. Mm, that sounds yeah. fun. So do you think this is something we should take on? Do you think we should do this as a breakfast show? Should we start trying to make our own beer? Definitely, definitely. The market's huge, especially with craft beers and craft ciders and stuff as well, without a doubt, so yes. Okay, well, this is interesting because I was talking just uh, last week on the show about how I used to do um, boot sales. Uh, so maybe this is the next 
incarnation of that, maybe now we go to kind of craft beer fairs and yeah, we can set up a markets, little store. Yes, yeah. Farmers markets. Yeah. That's the kind of breakfast show I <laughs> yes, want to be. Yeah, One that's got artisan lagers <laughs> and farmers <laughs> oh, markets. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, Jason, thanks for taking the time to talk to us, my friend. You've really whet the appetite. No worries at all. Take care. Take care, and you. So there we go. I mean, we've got a little break coming up on Friday. I'm going on a little holiday. When we get back, why don't we start making our beer? I like the way he does energy drinks as well. Maybe we could have some sort of beer energy drink hybrid. No one's done that before, have they? Keep this to yourself, right? (laughs) (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Alongside me, as always, Mr. Matt Dyson. Hello. (laughs) Hi, yes, hi. Yeah. You okay? Yeah, I'm just a bit wary about um, saying this statement that I said earlier. Oh, that's right. It's time to hand in the cool badge. Um, we were staring out the studio window, listening to the music, and uh, the lovely Pandora, who's a broadcaster on KISS, and uh, a friend of mine for many, many years, a friend of ours for many, many years, yes, yeah. uh, she was walking up the road, and she was wearing a jumper that said Gucci on the front, at which point I went, oh, look, there's Pandora. And Matt went, oh, yeah, and turned to me and said... <laughs> Is Gucci still trendy? <laughs> <laughs> trendy. I mean, what are you oh, saying trendy for, big I fella? I don't know. I don't know. I sound like a middle-aged woman. I don't know what's happened to me. Is Gucci still trendy? Yeah. Matt's cool badge has been handed <laughs> well, in. Well, then truly handed in. Was it ever trendy? I don't really know. I'm not a follower. Stop of saying trendy. <laughs> it's the word trendy that's the main crime here. I think. <laughs> exactly if I'd have right. said on trend, it would have sounded a little bit more. Is Gucci on trend? Wouldn't have been a callback situation. It would have been all right, would it? It's just how you just looked longingly out of the window and went, is that still trendy? (laughs) Of course it's still trendy. Pandora's wearing it. Yeah, well, it must be, yeah. It's on fleek, Matt Dyson. It's on fleek. Hi, Dave and the team. I need to hand in my call badge today as last night whilst watching an episode of Tattoo Fixers, I had to ask what Netflix and chill chill meant. And today, (laughs) when I told my workmates at the office, I proceeded to use the phrase, I'm just not down with the kids. (laughs) It's a double whammy from (laughs) Hannah in Colchester. (laughs) Thank you, Hannah. Netflix and chill, down with the kids. (laughs) Morning, Dave. I wear my cool badge until I slip into a certain T-shirt. It is white with a blue fridge freezer star rating logo with the word chilled under it. (laughs) Gets worse from Bob Hamilton in Tyneside. Listen to this. I had it printed to my own design. Oh, oh, Bob, the wacky guy in the office. Bob is not ditching it ever, but he is handing his cool badge. Dave, use the phrase sick beat. Whilst chatting to my son's friends. Oh, no. <laughs> Again, Dave, used the phrase sick beat whilst chatting with my son's friends. They looked at me like I'd said the biggest social faux pas. I thought I was being down with the kids, but I've just handed in my cool badge yet again. Yes, and that's from again. Rob on Twitter. Oh. Um, keep them coming, 8, 12, 15. As the debate here in the studio rages, was Pandora wearing the Gucci jumper in a post-ironic way? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or yeah. is it actually, as Matt says, <clears throat> trendy? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Morning, Dave and the gang. My cool badge has been permanently stored away after I recently got into hiking. I found myself ordering the National Trails of the UK book and then caught sight of myself in the mirror dressed in full hiking regalia and all I could see looking back at me 
was my dad. Oh, dear. <laughs> Crackhoppers. <laughs> Definitely crackhoppers. Um, looking to hand my call badge in, I had a long drive from Kent to Coventry on Saturday. Driving along, I thought to myself... I wish I had an audio book for the journey. I'm 35. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with audio books. Well, I'm always yeah. banging on about audio books. Are they cool? Are audio books cool? I'm, I'm not sure they are. Well, there was an article over the weekend about the fact that they the sales of them have gone up between... Yeah. Uh, mainly driven by uh, males between the age of 25 and 44 who are quote-unquote tech-savvy but didn't really read a great deal. Uh, so right. I kind of I fit into that. I've just yeah. finished one called The Chalk Man, oh, yeah. uh, which was uh, narrated by Andrew Scott, who played Moriarty in the Sherlock TV series. Yeah. Very, very good. Uh, do I need to hand in my call badge? May, I don't know well, what I'm I'm not sure. Maybe they should keep the call badge for the audiobook. You, you, you keep that. Dan in Newcastle says, Dave, Matt and Emma, I collapsed the bread shelf in a very busy Aldi last week because I was trying to reach to the very back for the loaf that had one extra day <laughs> on its best before yeah. date. I paid for that bread with my cool badge. Oh, yeah. Well, Matt, you've got a valid point here. Well, I mean, just because you want your bread to last longer does not make you uncool, surely. <laughs> Even the, the biggest hipsters in the country still want their bread to have a longer shelf life. Yeah, you know. Dan, keep your cool badge, man. <laughs> Don't worry about it. However, Sam, you're going to need to hand yours over because he says, Dave, handed in my cool badge many years ago. I used to go to college wearing a shirt that said, I'm what Willis was talking about. <laughs> yes, it was personalised uh, as a reference to different strokes, yeah. of course. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm what Willis was talking about. Thank you so much for all of your amazing cool badge tales. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. Well, earlier on this morning, uh, we were talking about the fact that some young people chose to get their um, exam results via text or email. And um, whilst that suits some people, that's fine. I really liked the uh, rite of passage of going back into school after a lengthy summer holiday, having reinvented myself. Mm -hmm. um, in this case, uh, when I went to collect mine, I was suddenly Liam Gallagher, mm -hmm. which is really weird because I went away as a schoolboy with curtains and a gold hoop earring, and I came back going, oh, so I'll come yeah. to get my GCSEs. He was very confused. <laughs> um, so this has kind of led to your self-reinventions, which has been nice, and also the haircuts you once had. So it's been a two-pronged attack. Both have been very welcome. Hi, Dave. When I was 10, we moved area and I decided that I would stop being called Joe and insisted that everybody call me by my full name Josephine it didn't oh. last long except for one particularly irritating French teacher who insisted on calling me Josephine oh. for the rest of my time <laughs> at the school and that's from Joe, back Joe, to Joe. Yeah. Uh, Dave, Matt, Emma, I spent the 80s trying to grow my hair like Nick Kershaw. Now I see Nick Kershaw has copied me. Short, greying <laughs> and balding. <laughs> Today I'd like to grow my hair like Jack Grealish at Aston Villa. Not much chance of that, oh. though, says Darren. Oh, sorry, Darren. Uh, Dave, at school I wore a man bun. This was in 2002. Wow. Way ahead of its time. Yeah. Fast forward 16 years and I am bald, says Rob. Oh, dear. I don't know if the two were linked. Time. No. Uh, Dan Simpson in Abbott's Langley also had curtains, which we were talking about earlier, mm. and mighty fine ones they were. He even had a grade one undercut just to show off oh, those curtains. wow. Which was a great look. Uh, around the uh, 1992 era, he says, he was watching MTV in a band called Rage Against the Machine. Again, against <laughs> Vagicroft. Granville. Rage Against the Machine came on, right? And, uh, and he says, the singer had dreads, and I wanted dreads. Oh, no. I 
sat up all night twisting my hair into knots. I thought it looked great, so off to bed I went, only to wake up with what can only be described as a crinkle-cut chip-style <laughs> hair braid. No brushing or washing could help me until his mum said that she could always iron the hair straight. Oh, wow. So there was Dan Simpson from Abbots Langley, sat there in the morning in his school uniform, <laughs> waiting to go to school while having his curtains ironed by his mother. That's so Rage Against the Machine, <laughs> isn't, isn't it? it? <laughs> yeah, it really is. Uh, there's not many shows that are referencing Rage Against the Machine and open all hours in the, in the same talking bit. I'm very proud of that. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's tradition, really, that we do the Daily Smash. And today, after Matt commented, is Gucci still trendy? We decided to smash together fashion and clothing brands with the playlist. And you can do that at 8, 12, 15. As always, we start with the ones from around the room. What you got, Matt Dyson? Um, Joe Dolce and Gabbana. Um, oh, yes. Uh, Joe Dolce. Yeah, OK. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking that might be one, not one for the uh, the younger listeners. Here's uh, another one that's quite dated as well. Oh, great. Global Hyper Colour Me Bad. That's very nice. And uh, Right Said Fred Perry Como. Oh, it's so a double d- whammy. Double there, yeah. Very nice. Emma? I got Jean-Paul Gaultier. Of course. No, you do. Oh, gotcha. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Goes downhill from there. Um, <laughs> ZZ Top Shop. Oh, yeah, That's good. And Christian Lulu Bhutan. Ah, very nice. I've got the Dave Clarks five and Yves Saint Laurent, Ron, 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 you do Ron, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Kappa don't preach. Well done, Jackie and Scunthorpe. Very good. How about Queens of the Stone Island Age from Ooh. Pete in Folkestone? Great work, Pete. Hugo Bross. Callum George from Wish Your Great Work. Uh, Pretty Green Day from Den Embarking. Always nice to hear from you, Den. Vivian Westlife. Another one from Jackie and Scunthorpe. Uh, Gola West. Matt and Kidderminster. Uh. Pretty Al Green from Samantha. Uh, and then Pezabish has got uh, Chuck Burberry, Dave Burberry, Hallie Burberry, Mary Burberry, Matt Burberry. The list is endless uh, yes. of the Burberry family. Jonathan Hackett on Twitter has gone for Blurberry which is another <laughs> twist on that. Uh, Binti has gone for Brian Harvey Nichols. Uh, Richard Rastel suggests George Ezra at Asda. <laughs> H&M and M is a good one from Ben Longland on Twitter and uh, little Jason uh, suggests FCUKC and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> Very oh. nice. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Uh, good morning. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio where uh, tomorrow, um, as we do on Thursdays, we'd like to know about the clubs and societies out there that maybe you are a member of uh, don't forget you can always email me dave at absoluteradio.co.uk uh, and let me know about them in advance of the show um, there is a battle reenactment society that we're going to touch on tomorrow morning and I'm quite keen to take part in one <laughs> Matt is looking at me like why have you brought that up in front of the producers you know they're going to want you to do that and that means I'm going to have to do it as yeah, well yeah yeah exactly making our own craft beer that sounds much well, more that's like gonna something happen I want as well. Going along to spend the entire weekend recreating <laughs> battle scenes from the Civil War is not so high up on my agenda. We haven't got to do it for a whole weekend. It'd be fun. You'd be a cavalier, I'd be a round head. Mm. We'd go at each other. It'd be good. Emma, would you come to, Would you come with me to a battle reenactment? Absolutely not. Oh, OK. Oh, OK. Well, yes. losing this yeah. one a little bit. I'm losing this one. Right, so there is one breakfast show. There are seven playlists. If you're listening on Absolute Radio, you just would have heard George Ezra there. And, of course, Georgie Boy, along with Blossoms and the Manic Street Preachers, are going to be performing at our 10th birthday party gig happening next month. 
Make sure you're listening to the show because even though tickets sold out in just two minutes' time, coming up in the not-too-distant future, I will have a chance for you to win some. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Did we learn anything? Has anything sunk in? Did anything new occur? Well, actually, it did, because we broke the record when it comes to naming the daily podcast. Um, Matt Dyson named it after just 28 minutes of the show. At 6.28, we decided that the podcast today, which you can download from all the usual places, will be called Kinky Summer Fun. (laughs) Uh, Hot off the heels of Dame Helen Mirren's Slip and Slide, which was yesterday's daily podcast. And the day before that, in case you're interested, was Mr Miyagi Catches One in the sequel. Oh, yes, that's right. Uh, The podcast name was based on uh, yet more chat about Dave's undercrackers today, or lack of them, the self-proclaimed king of the commando community. Uh, The good news is that now the weather has cooled down a bit tomorrow, he is returning to normal, so Dave's berries will once again be enclosed and supported in Calvin Klein boxer briefs. We can all breathe a sigh of relief. A few things I want to pick up. I'm not the self-proclaimed king of commando. I told people I'm not your king. The 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 pantless people of the UK suddenly turned to me for help and ironically support. But I was... I don't want to give either of those things. Okay, I just wanted to be a guy who could be cool during these ridiculously hot temperatures. Let's just all move on from this I wish I'd never brought it up. I said to you, let's never talk about this on air because no one cares. Nobody cares that I'm not wearing any pants. I think you've given a lot of people a voice that never had a voice before. I don't want this to be a platform for the pantless. Don't make it that. Don't let this be... That's tomorrow's podcast name, sorted. A platform for the pantless. I don't don't want to... Please Please don't text in about not wearing pants anymore. We had some guy texting this morning who said, I hear you, Dave, I drove home in just my pants the other day from work. I don't want to hear it! (laughs) Don't want to hear it. And now I'm meant to say Daniel Perry's up next now with any kind of gravitas. I know. Thanks for tuning in. Arrivederci. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Podcast done. Absolute Radio.